Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Willits, part two of the recollections of Dorothy Hutchings, born 1906. In part one, eight-year-old Dottie and her brother Jack have cast their ballots in the Sunday School mock election for Prohibition in California. As we started home, Jack said, What does dry mean? I thought he was teasing, and then I realized that he was serious. It means no more whiskey, was my answer. Oh, gosh, he replied. I thought it meant no more rain, so I voted wet. Don't worry about it, Jack, I said. Maybe your ballot will be lost. Anyway, they won't know how you voted. Don't say anything, and I won't. It was a weak attempt to cheer him up. We both knew a lost ballot was a most unlikely salvation. The next morning was the fatal day. Jack and I went into church with mixed emotions. The ballot box was on the table like an evil nemesis. Reverend Smith said, this is such an important event for us. Let us have a minute of silent prayer this morning. We bowed our heads. It did not take a mind reader to know what Jack and I were praying for. Finally, the Amen. We raised our heads, and the Reverend said, We will count the ballots in this manner. Miss Spring, will you please draw the ballots, read them aloud, pass them to me for confirmation? I will confirm it and pass it to Mrs. Sunshine to tally it. Pointing to one space, he said, Here is your tally book. Just to be fair, I ruled one side for wet. He gave a false shudder and added, <laughs> Well, we won't need that. Everybody please take your places. Miss Spring, please draw a ballot. She drew one, opened it, and read, Dry. Dry, repeated the Reverend, and so did Mrs. Sunshine when she tallied it. Miss Spring drew another ballot. Dry, dry, intoned Reverend Smith. Everybody was relaxing a little. I looked at Jack. Even he tried a wan smile. Maybe the ballot was lost. Miss Spring drew another ballot, looked at it, gulped, turned it over. Panic showed in her eyes. Faintly, she whispered, wet, and passed the ballot to Reverend like it was a hot coal. He looked at it, turned it over, read it again, and then like a drowning man to whom his friend threw an anvil instead of a life preserver. He was trying nobly to hide his agony. He knew. He gasped. Wet. He was mortally wounded, but hoped he could endure the pain. Then someone remembered the parade. The teacher rang the bell with such gusto that if St. Gabriel blows his trumpet with the same enthusiasm, he will not only raise the dead, he might persuade some who are not yet dead to speed their demise so that they too can go along if only for the ride. Well, the teacher and the reverend got us all lined up for a breast about an arm's length between the rows. Then someone pulled the bottom out of the sky. The rain started to come down in sheets. The teachers scattered like a covey of quail. They were headed for the church and umbrellas. 
One teacher returned with two, one for herself and one for the reverend. We were already soaked and standing in mud up to our ankles. The reverend raised his umbrella, tried to hold it over himself, walked backwards while he tried to get us singing. Who are we? Who are we? Young campaigners, can't you see? California dry in 1914. We were getting wetter by the minute, but we were bravely trying to sing. The reverend had given up everything but holding the umbrella over himself. We were doing quite well on the singing without his leadership. As we marched along, I sneaked a look to see just how ashamed the bartenders were. Well, if any were ashamed, they were not showing it. They were standing under the overhang on the sidewalk, clapping their hands, stamping their feet, and even joining us in the singing. When we reached the end of the street, we all went home by mutual consent. I looked at the reverend. He looked as crestfallen as he had been jubilant. I really felt a little sorry for him. He'd worked so hard. And when the state ballots were counted, it was still wet. Well, we'd all dried out by that time. You've been listening to the recollections of Dorothy Hutchings. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's excellent museums, libraries, and historical societies. A full listing of Mendocino County remembered episodes and selected audio archives can be found at lindapack.net. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.